Welcome to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. This is a space where we go deep, deep within, deep within where you access the sacred wisdom within you, where my truth and the truth of the women I bring on this podcast create a remembrance within you, within your soul, within your energetic field. Here, we don't look outward, we go inward, because in my world, it's always about taking you deeper in, in where your truth lives, in where your power resides, in where your soul knows. Welcome and get ready to go to the depth with me. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. If this is your first time joining me on my podcast, I feel like you are dropping in for the most incredible episode. Like this is an incredible time for you to drop in and listen. If you have been listening and binging the Jacqueline Shaw show, I feel like we're going to have a lot of fun today on this episode because we are bringing the best of the best to you here today. And so my advice, you may want to grab a pen, a notebook so that you can write some things down today because there are going to be so many golden nuggets, so many things to take away from this episode. What we have done is we've compiled a montage of our favorite moments from season one. So the favorite moments in each episode, in each conversation, those one-liners that really impacted and moved something deeply within us, those quotable moments, those quotable riffs. Like I said, this is the best of the best of season one. You're going to love it. When I am fully self-expressed, when I share the depth of my soul, when I share my truth, you get to hear your truth. You get to remember who you are. And not because I have the answers or I have the codes or because I'm some type of guru, but that through me, you remember, you feel this resonance. You're taken deeply within yourself to your own sacred wisdom, to your own truth. Just hearing how you move in the world with your desires and money and your perspectives, like that is what expands me. And it's just a powerful invitation for me to be like, oh, let me try that on for size. Why does that feel a little bit edgy? And then our container becomes this beautiful space where we get to really unpack that and dive into it. I realized that this relationship with growth that I was on was almost like a trauma response. In the beginning, there was a lot of resistance around that. And I, you know, Jack will attest that I was very much like, okay, I'm going to kind of recode this and work on this this month. And then like, let's get past it. And it just became this thing where, and I feel like the universe has this way of doing this, that it's like, we will rock bottom you or we'll bring some, we'll bring these edges and unnecessary situations until you really surrender and just allow yourself to really be in this moment. So this felt like a really big test with this situation. It's like, we have a really great month. Everything is going well. Are you going to default into the thing that you always do, which is, okay, how do we stabilize? What do we need? Or do you just take a moment? And I really needed my nervous system to stabilize. I really needed to integrate the fact that it's like, I've got this. 
it's me. It's not this like constant having to chase in order to feel safe. Like my human also needed to catch up. Like you've got this, you're safe, we're good. And it was just such a lesson in surrender. And another piece that really was prevalent for me this year is like, how do I want to feel at every single stage? And you've been a massive expander for me around that. And like, not just being kind of dragged along for the ride as your business is growing, but taking inventory periodically and being like, what are some power pivots that I can make? So I feel satiated and nourished at every single stage of the journey. So I'm not living in this, in this way where it's like I'm kicking the ball down the road. Like I want every part of this to feel good. And when I started, I really gave myself the gift. Like, what would it look like? What am I kind of desiring next? How do I want to feel at that level? And how can I really like let that go and allow myself to live and embody that right now? That is the vibe that I want to move forward. So when things are looking like they're not going my way, when the money isn't flowing in the way that I want it to, when the launch isn't going the way I thought it would, whenever anything's happening in my life, in my business, I'm able to sit back with a zoomed out view of knowing that there are things that I can't see that there's things going on behind the scenes, that the universe is working her magic, that the universe is very much conspiring in my favor. When we walk with someone, when we walk with a mentor who like sees our magic, who sees the power within us, this is something that you've always like really done for me. Like you've held the space of the place that I'm about to walk into. Well, I think that's where it's like when you have a desire and you present the desire and it feels like, of course, of course you have this desire you're, and of course you're the one, then in my experience of you, you will always be the one that makes this desire come true. And so every conversation we have, we have it as I see you and feel you as the person that's going to make that desire manifest. We're not usually surrounded by people who have the ability to just see us as who we say we want to be and forget everything we've ever been. So having a mentor that you really present yourself and say, look, this is what I'm creating. This is who I am. This is what I want. These are my dreams. And that person's like, I believe in me. So I have no reason not to believe in you. Let's go one, two, three, go. That is like an incubation for miracles. Death is really up. So it's really the opposite. Death is actually awakening. Death is ascension. And that's the journey. But people fear deep because they think it's dark and they fear the underworld because it has this, these hidden connotations. Like, what if I go in there and I don't like what I find? But the question is, what if you go in there and you realize everything has always been there within you the whole time? Oof. Are you ready for that conversation? That's what scares people the most. Oh, it's been here the whole time. So that's what depth is. By giving myself the structure to be in that state for prolonged periods of time, several days in a row, allowed for even more of that vastness to come through and allowed for even more creations to come through where everything has rearranged so quickly. All the things that I had planned to do became almost irrelevant. And if I had gotten lost in the doing of them, I wouldn't have taken the leaps that I've 
that I've taken in just even the last few days, it, it, it blows me away every time that this happens because we think we must do things and we do, we are in a human experience, we must take action, but it's not always the, the step one to two to three, A to B to C that the mind wants it to be. I feel like it's really easy to give our power to things outside of ourselves. Mm, yes. To feel like, oh, this came from somewhere outside. It came from the heavens. It came from, you know, wherever, where like when, and something I always speak about, it's like, no, like it's coming from the divinity within the God within, like yes. the vastness of the universe is within. So when we're talking about this and then the energy, if we take it from like something that we feel is outside of us and like has yes. the power outside of us, can we yes. see that this power resides <laughs> within so we that's, are the ones bringing it forward. <laughs> that's it. And it's so delightful, you know, and I giggle because it's almost, it's this fun game that we play with ourselves. It's that we all have this very direct access to the divine. And in fact, we are the divine. And so there is this game that we play with just releasing the different layers and the different veils so that we can come home to ourselves in the here and now. And once we start to really go deep within you can't unsee it and you start to see all of these different correlations. Spirit meets you. The clients meet you. Money meets you. Everything meets you at that, at the frequency of your desire, the frequency of your faith, the frequency of your submission, that just deep knowing. And we get tested. You know, some people don't, a lot of people are talking about how they don't like the word tested these days, but call it what you want. We are invited into expansion. <laughs> Let's put it that way around like being literally brought to our knees. And like when you have the income dip or the launch doesn't go the way you expected it to, or you invested in something that wasn't the thing that you thought it was going to be. And all these things that are just a part of this journey, a part of this path. What does it take to quantum leap? What does it take to really hold your power? And for me, such a big piece of this and activating new wealth codes, like all of it, it comes with your ability to stand in your power in the unknown, to not need to have to see what's coming, to not need to figure it out. So much of our time is spent in these spaces in between. How often have you said, like, I feel the tides turning. I feel the shift coming. I feel this manifestation about to come, but I'm not quite there yet. So we get in this like wobbly energy because it's like, I feel it. I know it. But yet what I'm seeing in my current existence is not showing that. And so what we tend to do is we make decisions and choices based on what we currently see instead of making the choices and decisions based on what our soul already knows. When we go all in on ourselves, and I'm not talking about going all in with an investment you make or whatever it is, when I go all in on me, when I go all in on my self-expression, it's so much easier for me to let go of the how, because I trust if I show up and do my part, following the pings of my soul, saying my truth, sharing like what's in my insides, if I show up in that way then I believe in the co-creator. I believe in the co-creation of God, the universe, the divine. So fuck the how for me is so much about trusting, leading with our truth 
and trusting in the outcome and the results. When I say that you have the power within you, you have the divine within, God within, the universe within, what do you feel? Does it sound like truth when I say it? Does doubt come up? Do you think that's true for some people and not others? Do you believe that you have everything it takes within you? What I've come to really lean into and to feel into and what feels like my truth is that when I lead with my medicine, when I trust, when I'm willing to lead with my soul, that's when everything becomes available for me. When I lead from this place of trust, there's always an opening in my world. And most often it does not look the way that I thought it was going to look. Most often it's not even something that I could dream up if I wanted to. It's a rise in consciousness and the rise in consciousness happens through the feminine energetics. The subconscious mind is the womb of creation, nurture, nurturing. That's the feminine. So that to me, that's how we accelerate ourselves forward in life through that, not through hard work and action. I didn't understand it. It's like, how can I have all of this freedom? I have clients that I love. I can take the clients I want. I don't have to take anyone that I don't want. I was making good money, but I was still pressured and stressed. And that's actually what brought me on the journey to really come back to myself and remember who I was. But it, it, I thought that would just automatically happen, I think, when I switched to coaching and it didn't. It, it took, it was a process. It was a process. We can change our minds. We can honor that inner knowing that it's always above logic that we make the truest decisions, always. The confidence to trust ourselves in the space, how much faith that requires. You know, it, it just, just to be inside of the space in our lives, to allow it. the receiving capacity of the feminine is a space for us to receive. And when we don't allow any space, and our physical, like our external lives, right? It affects everything internally and the vulnerability that it requires to trust that space and the faith to be inside of the divine unknowing in our lives and allow the witnessing of what's meant to flow in at the time it's meant to flow in. How good can my relationship with myself get? Well, if there's any relationship in my life where I'm not fully celebrating or I'm not fully expressing myself because I'm afraid I'll lose love. It's not real love. And therefore, if you can't be in a relationship with me because I'm myself and, and I'm still in a relationship with you, what does that say about me and me? Because I'll never accept love less than I give myself. So it's really about that acceptance. And that's magnetic because that's what we all want. It's so rare. You know, it's like when you can say, here's all of me and truly I accept it and I love it. Gosh, the people who are ready for that want to be around you. You don't need a marketing plan. You don't need a crazy email sequence. You just need like, that's so rare and it's so valuable and it's so priceless to really be in full acceptance of ourselves. And there are people who want that. There are people who love you for that, but the one foot in one foot out kind of like, maybe I'll be all of me. Oh, maybe it's too much. That's what's disrupting the relationships. Does surrendering honestly 
like when you think about it, like truth is so sexy, real truth, real, real truth, who you really are without anything added or subtracted. Through this experience, I found these ways and these tools that allowed me to find peace within myself. And it took a lot of choosing again and again and again and again to choose peace again and again and again and again to choose to surrender, to choose to let go, even when I didn't want to, to choose to let go. And I was like, but if I just did this, I can manipulate this energy. If I just did this, I can make this happen. It was again, this choice to remain in this frequency of love to remain in this frequency of peace, to choose myself, my soul, my personal power above anything else. My commitment was to show up for myself. And what, why this piece is so important is that I truly believe and felt and knew if I wasn't willing to deny my soul, if I wasn't willing to compromise, to sacrifice, if I wasn't going to say no to the things that I wanted to say yes, if I was going to lean in, if I was going to trust, I believe that I can show up for myself and I believe that the universe shows up to meet me. I feel like I believe that God shows up to meet me. So immediately I was in this space where I trusted that the universe was conspiring in my favor. I trusted that there was things in the unknown that I couldn't see yet. I trusted that I was being guided and I trusted that as long as I kept moving in this energy, and if I wasn't willing to deny my soul, that I was really creating this energetic field that was open for miracles. I believe in the power of miracles. I believe in the power of prayer. And so I created a field where I was open to receive. I was welcoming in miracles. So essentially what I do is I'm a translator. I am bringing your energy forward so that your body can go about restoring communication. So when you said, you know, when people come to me and they're like, oh, this is the reason I'm coming to you. And then I'm like, nope, something completely different. It's amazing because the connections that are made throughout our body, throughout our mind, throughout our energy system is created in a way that we as humans could never even come up with on our own. You know, this is the greatest shift in humanity we have ever known this, this shift in consciousness, this recognition. I feel like we've been living with blinders on. Ultimately, we are here to remember. It's like reawaken, embody through our knowing unconditional love. To live in through the lens of unconditional love, which is to live through the lens of no matter what. A lot of this has been coming to light over the last couple of years, which is, you know, we had to have something on such a global scale that, you know, we get shaken to awaken to what's not working, to how we're living in disharmony, to how we're choosing separation over union. And this moment in time is a grand call out to rise in unity together, to rise in one love. Love is the greatest force we've got. We're creating a new matrix. This matrix is filled with love, expansion, and I feel like really this reclamation of power as though we forgot the power was within us. Feel the beauty of creations for the sake of creation. What if you showed up to create just for you without urgency, without expectation for creation, for pure freedom? What if you speak, say, and express yourself in any which way you desire? What if you allowed your life to turn you on? What if you allowed your creations to turn you on? 
you first ignite your own flame all it takes to mm-hmm. ignite your own flame you light your match you light your own fire mm-hmm. and this is this mm-hmm. energy for me it's like we've been taught Why? you know yeah. to like give people what they want versus like I create for me if you're able to like cultivate the courage and the willingness to go into those crunchy dark places and like yeah. really let the energy flow all the way through to bring it back into wholeness why else are we here i mean ultimately well yeah and what's like like think about a contraction like a like a muscle that needs to be worked on right the more that you can get deep 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 into that contraction then it releases and what's on the other side light yeah yeah. yeah. When you were saying that this, like being, you know, being seen like this was, this was work for me. It was like this need for people to see me, this need for mm-hmm. people to hear me it was such a thing. And I mean, oh, hello, we're projectors here, like this deep desire to be like seen, to be heard. And it wasn't until I really released the need for people to see me. And I started allowing myself to be in my full expression, allowed myself to mm-hmm. just be seen for who I am. Like then all of a sudden it was like, oh yeah, here's the people see me. But as long as I was like in this, like, you know, tight energy of like, I needed them to see me before I could do this or before I would speak that level of truth or before I would do this. Like that's where it created a lot of like blocking for me. You have to have the courage to be vulnerable in order to connect, because if you don't have vulnerability, you do not have connection, right? Because if you show up how you think you are supposed to be, in some version of yourself you think you're supposed to be to hustle for worthiness and also to try to fit in right there's like this huge distinction between fitting in and belonging and fitting in actually prevents belonging because you will never feel truly seen right and in order to feel like you belong you have to feel seen when you want something when you decide that that you really really want something go all in go for it. Because when I've been able to do this in my own life, I've noticed that it's in those moments that things pop off, things actually start working and happening. And I've also had experiences in my life where I'm not so sure, or I'm nervous, or I'm trying to protect myself in some way. Thus I'm getting not great results because of that too. So it's kind of, you know, dual, dual meaning in that, like we get to have our version of it all, whatever that looks like, it's going to look different for everybody. And then also whenever you decide what that is, and it's going to change over time, like go all in on it, like give it all that you have, because you're going to blow your mind at what you create with that kind of energy. And I was just like, you know what, why, why, why am I waiting, waiting for what, you know, like I, I could wait, that's fine. Or like, I could just decide right now that I'm ready. And I decided in that moment, that day that I was going to reach out to Melanie and I had, I had some money in my bank account that I needed to spend on business expenses anyway for taxes. (laughs) So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw it out to Melanie, see if there's some way that I can put it toward unity. And, and I was like, she's not even going to respond. She's, she's probably having the biggest party ever, you know, up on that Island, somewhere doing something fabulous. And she responded and she was like, are you serious? What? And I was like, can I get into unity please? But everything shifted in that moment, Jack, everything. And in that moment, I went from somebody who may be to somebody who is right? Somebody who could, right? Had the potential and yeah, it could come at any time to someone who is doing right then, right? It just, it shifted everything. 
the idea behind Wealth Bravery initially and then her Wealth Society really stemmed from that, like from having this path of truly having freedom in life to do what I desire to do with who I want to do it, like all the things. And I just really believe that money in the hands of women is just always, always a good thing. And we're the ones that are really co-creating the world that we are desiring to live in, that we want our children to inherit. And big money in the hands of women always gets allocated in the best way possible in a way that, you know, serves us, serves our communities, serves our families and supports the world. During that personal development time, what I was really trying to do, it was really trying to heal. It was trying to forgive all the people that I was supposedly angry at, but that I wrote down on my list. And then obviously at the end of that was me that I needed to forgive. I believe when unconventional becomes the norm, that's when we're all tapped into our deepest medicine, our own unique gifts, our own powerful soul expression. And there's such a potency in this for me. There's such a potency and a power of knowing and believing that the unconventional things that we do and say are actually at the core, our deepest truth is the nature of who we are and who we've always been designed to be. Gorgeous, thank you for being here with us, with me today. These conversations, these riffs, these transmissions are seriously life-giving. They nurture my human, they nurture my soul. These are the type of conversations I want more of, and I know you do too. I'm so happy that you're here. It's truly an honor for me to bring my voice to this space. I love you. I will see you back here next week. In the meantime, please come join me on Instagram, Jacqueline underscore Shaw underscore. And if you have women in your world that you feel would love this podcast too, I would be so honored, so deeply honored if you share it with them. I love you. I see you. I'm standing in sacred witness of all that you are. Thank you for going deep with me.